The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. How to dream, cowboys. Welcome back, everybody. It's it's the flagship show. It's the Westworld podcast. Now we're the HBO boys. And we're doing everyone's favorite season, season four of Westworld. This is episode seven, entitled Metanoia. And uh, it's actually, it's written by Denise Tay, in part, who is actually somebody that we know from previous seasons of Westworld. Oh, that's fun. You just called us the Westworld podcast, and every time I do that, you rag on me hard. So, I don't know. I can't, like, I can't, like, throw something at you just because of our, like, physical distance from each other. So just, like, know that I would have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, next time you see me, remember, then you can throw uh, a stapler at my head or something. Yeah, sure. I'll throw a lamp at you. It'll be fun. So, we got a uh, season three, season four rarity we had two pretty good episodes in a row but luckily they're back to formula with uh the a b pattern of good bad so now we got a bad one hey you know what you gotta sometimes just be thankful for what you get and we got two good episodes in a row in season four something that none of us at least you and i saw coming and i for one am grateful that that occurred at all. And sure, sure, this episode, especially the first 30 to 35 minutes, were hot garbage. But I liked a few things that happened in this episode as well. So, how dare you? By the way, guys, we have a Patreon if you want to join that. And if oh you my join God. It, if enough people join, we're going to do with it. We're going to do something for sure. We just haven't decided what yet. Yeah, I love this incentive-based thing. You're right. If we get 20 patrons... Nice. Uh, so, something. Big things are coming. Huge. <laughs> Patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-Y-Z. You only have to put in a dollar and you get if access... We get, if we get 30 patrons, we'll commit to a weekly schedule. Wow. That's huge. Uh, yeah, you get access to a Discord account and all the false promises that we're giving you <laughs> right now. Uh, and I think this is a good time to do it because our podcast is really going to take off coming up here soon as we become the unofficial House of the Dragon podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, once that drops, <laughs> you are going to want to be on this bandwagon, okay? Yeah, we already secured the URL, houseofthedragon.fun. 
right? Which is what everyone's going to be coming to. Are you sure? Is it dot fun? I got houseofthedragon.gov. We got them both locked down. Sick. So this episode begins with the cold open. Power couple Maeve Nard are going to the dam. <laughs> and actually we find out that the dam is where they're holding the sublime. I guess I overthought it and thought it might be something more interesting. But no, it's the stolen data plotline from season one has truly been dropped. This is where the sublime is. Robot heaven, if you recall. I recall. Yeah, I believe back then we were like, did they send it into space? Perhaps a satellite somewhere deep, deep within the ether. It's not a dam in the Midwest. And it's named after a pretty lousy president. (laughs) Yeah, and a pretty good vacuum. So we get some exposition here. It's confusing because they didn't give us a lot of details, but... Bernard's like, yeah, I made you as a, from my memories of Maeve. You're not the real Maeve. And at first I was like, that's stupid. This is just like when they made a copy of Bernard from Dolores' memory and it killed all the stakes for me. But no, this is all a simulation. A robot crashes through the window. And so this is one of the, the million different timelines that Bernard saw when he was doing the Doctor Strange thing and was like, ah, this is the one. Thankfully, it was a simulation because at the end of the scene where he was like, you like Sherry, right? And starts pouring drinks. I'm like, what Mm. the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. He also, when he snaps out of it, we see Akachita again. And he's like, don't you see that no matter what, the world is going to end, even if you do everything right. And so that truly vindicates the Rehoboam and Sirach, who said this exact thing would happen if they were overthrown. Yeah, and then Bernie at the end says, like, so I'm gonna die, no matter what. That's the vibe that I've gotten from all these simulations. Well, you know what, robots? Now you know what it's like to be human, okay? Jesus, dark. And then (laughs) all the audience at the same time when he was like, at the end of every simulation, I die. And the audience was like, well, yeah, obviously. So then they do that same scene over again, but for reals this time. And he gives Maeve a sweet grenade launcher and they don't have the convo about how she's the fake Maeve. So I guess this is the authentic Maeve. Sure. While walking in, Bernard sneakily puts a gun in a tunnel for later down the road. Not even in this episode, episodes down the line for somebody else because he's he's a he's a he's a planner he plans ahead they open up the portal to the sublime but then walk away like badasses bad guys don't look at explosions or also sometimes rips in the void if they were smart they would very quickly just like make a copy of themselves and put them in the sublime and be like okay now you live on happily in my place while i go on my suicide mission i guess but That didn't happen in, I mean, Bernie had to have run simulations where he just was like, I guess I just walk into the sublime, see what happens, right? Oh, (laughs) nothing because I disappear. Well, I mean, but it is lit in there. But the stakes are high because like if the world ends in nuclear fire, the the Hoover Dam will stop working, Mm -hmm. presumably, and then robot heaven will turn off. Right, which is bad for Maeve because as she's been saying every second of every day for the past four seasons... She very much cares about her daughter, and her daughter's in the sublime. So the Hoover Dam must be protected. Christina wakes up with Teddy, friend zone no longer. Nice. And he drops some truth bombs on her. You're a wizard, Dolores. Is that good? Or how about, uh, you're a Dolores, Harry? (laughs) 
You're a DeLorean, Harry. And yeah, uh, also, Teddy's still alive? That's crazy for me. Just the amount of times Teddy has died and the Teddy death counter still being at zero for season four, which I'm sure won't last, but it's bonkers how long he stayed alive. Yeah, well, this can't be the original Teddy because his brain ball was exploded. So this must be one of those bullshit copies where, like, you know, Ryan explodes. And so then I write down everything I can remember about Ryan and feed that into a Scantron and it makes a copy of him. Yeah, well, you're going to be disappointed because I wrote C for every answer. Also, I think this is probably Bernie or like a version of Bernie walking... Christina Dolores Dolores Christina through some sort of simulation oh God, slash you're right. maze. Yeah. Yeah. So now you see how it how bad it's gonna go, so you know what to do different. Because I'm saying at the end, she's like, Why can't anybody see me? And Teddy's right. like, because you're not here, bitch. Right. So she gets her mind blown and she wants to be alone. She goes to take a bath uh while a new version of the main theme plays. This was like the Game of Thrones version. I, I kind of like it. She was it. taking a bath. I mean, she was taking right. a bath, but Initially. I think her her motives were all ulterior. Yeah, she tries to drown herself but can't, which is all the proof that you need. Right. Yeah. It <sighs> Maybe. when she stopped I can't drown. Breathing. I'm a robot. Or not here at all. So then Caleb and Robo William go to taunt Caleb. And now is this the Caleb for last episode that they fixed? Mm, like did he pass the fidelity test? No. It's the one that they made at the end. The newest okay. version of Caleb. Right. Because, like, I don't think the fidelity test is over. Even if they rescue this Caleb, he's just gonna break down and, and go crazy in four days. I mean, it depends if the deaths we haven't talked about yet that happened at the end of this episode are actual deaths or not. Right. So Hale tells him that she's going to kill all the humans in world world so that there won't be any more outliers so that there won't be any more suicides. I mean, all right. You can also just stop sending hosts into the human world. They have to go. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're being selective in their ascension process and somehow that puts a longer ticking clock than right now into their plan. But yeah, just like stop going over there and learning the power of friendship. So you shoot yourselves. Then Hale tells William about how world world's going to be canceled. She blasts an email out to all the other hosts and she tells them we're all now going to end. We're all going into new bodies where we won't have genitals and nice. and we won't cry anymore. Yeah, the new bodies particularly don't have arms, which I really liked. They're very tall, sleek bodies. No arms, though, because Crispy Chicken Hale was like, if my arm is going to be burnt, the future of our race, no arms. We don't get them. It's just like all these robots like to do is 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 kill and bang, and now they nice. can't do any of it. They're all going to kill themselves. Mm, I guess you could just like simul bang, right? Yeah. You know, sublime bang. You tell me. You tell me all the consciousnesses of the robots who went to the sublime aren't by hanging. You tell me that, James. And I'll call you a liar. Then Robo William goes to talk to regular Frozen and Carbonite William to complain about the park getting shut down. And then so regular William bullies him and <laughs> says some bizarre misanthropic shit. And he tries gaslighting Robo Williams into killing Hale. 
Yeah. But then instead he just stabs real William and and he dies. We find we get confirmation later that his his vitals are failing. There's also confirmation later that there's a life support system hooked up to him. So it is not for sure that the human version even stabbed now in the heart, although his throat was cut last time. So all the worst things that can happen to a human have now happened to human William. And is he dead? We don't know 100%. But yeah, his gaslighting worked. We see the fruits of (laughs) human William's labor come to fruition at the end of the episode. But at the same time, (laughs) Robot William was still just like, I think I'm going to stab you. Teddy tells Dolores the sad story of our Lord and Savior, Dolores Prime. Nice. Who it is now clear Christina is not her. Mm -mm. Teddy confirms this, more or less. Uh, But again... We get to the point where she is a simulation, so perhaps it is just a manifestation of Dolores's brain ball given another name so that the center of her maze is being like, oh, I'm not Christina, I'm fucking Dolores. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to have to marathon Caleb through the maze. They're like, okay, now realize that you're a robot. Now realize that you're human. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Okay, get betrayed. <laughs> yeah. Betrayal is a huge part of fidelity. She then... Makes all the humans destroy her office and goes to free all the innocent hosts that are being held in captivity, including Caleb. This is just just a coincidence. Yeah, it was a good scene, I think, actually, when she was just like, everybody leaves and throws chairs through their desk. No more pencils. <laughs> like it was- right, yeah, school is out for summer. And, and again, I just... Uh, Maybe you're right. This is Bernard working both angles, like looking into the future. So like Teddy is also Bernard. And so she frees the hosts right before Frankie and Stubbs show up. Stubbs had a earlier conversation I want to discuss. for. Yeah, yeah, we actually haven't gotten there yet. Fuck. Frankie's gathering together the last of La Resistance. She makes up with her girlfriend for locking her up last episode. To be fair, she was sus as fuck, so. Maeve get there, and Uh, like I don't like that (laughs) nickname. I really detest it. (laughs) And and they they join in with the the rescue plan. And Bernard tells Stubbs, don't worry, buddy. You are for sure going to die out there. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't say that exactly. He's just like, okay, well, goodbye. And then Stubbs is like, but we'll see each other later, right? And then Bernard's like, So he doesn't specify which one of them is going to die. Actually, Stubbs assumes it's him, and he's like, I don't make it out, do I? I'm the older Hemsworth. Also, by the way, I just want to point that out. I I feel like everybody forgets that, that Chris Hemsworth and and Luke Hemsworth are my... Am I Luke Hemsworth? Who knows? Chris Hemsworth, Thor's my brother. Anyway, so I'm going to die, and Bernie's like, well... Who knows? But again, based on something that happens at the end of this episode, perhaps Bernie's just like, nah, I know I'm going to die for show. And perhaps it's not me saying goodbye to you. It's you saying goodbye to me. So they go on their big mission. Mavenard's going to take out Hale. I, I, uh, you still did it, though. <laughs> and uh, Stubbs and Frankie are going to find Caleb. Um, when they get there, Again, this was a, a pretty easy rescue mission. Stubbs and Frankie get in, and they, they just, like, because Christine's already been through, Caleb's already out. He's a little bit crazy, but they work it out quickly, and they have a tearful reunion. And yeah, 
mission solved. It took them like one scene. They got it. Yeah, we we did it. Um, mission Impossible, very possible actually, because all the doors were open because Teddy and Christina, the simulations or the robots in the shell, the shell being Olympiad Entertainment, and they're just like inside, so they can open everything. It was something to do with that. Made it very easy. Frankie sees her father, but a version of her father from the day that he died. So she's like, oh, you're a robot. Fuck. Because she did not know that previously. So real big bummer for (laughs) her. And at some point, I think it's actually coming up. But at some point, and I should have picked up on this the first time. But Christina, like, walks by the another party. I think the Ashley Stubbs party. While they're just walking through the catacombs. And they barely see each other. Like, they sort of go right by each other and don't say anything. And I thought they were just being smug. Like, I thought <laughs> they were just being like, no, not important. Keep walking. Turns out... Two of them weren't f- real or sh- something. Maeve Nard arrive at the tower. Still there's some false. That's the last time. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe you. There's some false drama with two big robots, but turns out Bernie controls them. They do run into like one drone guard, but they immediately murk him. And then other than that, they're fine. They just Again, also just walk in. Three one of guard. them. <laughs> Total. How? I don't. I thought you controlled the world, but then again, you know, Serac controlled the world too, and he only had access to like 10 goons at a time. I just don't understand. Maybe Jonah and Lisa are the ones who are brainwashed. They're the ones who had their eyelids just like forced to stay open and watch the first Star Wars movie to be like, you can't make it hard for your protagonists at all. Everybody shoots and misses. There's two of them total. Why? I I don't know. One one of the problems this show has is that uh, currently there's too much star power compared to how many viewers the show takes in. Mm. So probably they have a lower budget. And so it's like, okay, well, no, we can't have them fight drones. P.S. And by the way, this is perhaps not the best time to bring it up, but I'm going to anyway. With Discover Warner Brothers absolutely starting to gut HBO Max and Mm -hmm. with how good House of the Dragon will most likely do once again becoming a flagship show with how hard His Dark Materials, the final season, will most likely bomb with how hard this season of Westworld is bombing. bombing. And Jonah and Lisa will be asking for one more season. Is Warner Brother Media slash Discover now spun off from AT&T strong enough or at least do they want their relationship with christopher nolan so badly that they will give jonah and lisa a flailing fifth season of a show that nobody watches with a budget that's way too high just to be like i swear to god warner will make a movie for you chris yeah uh, it's not looking good for the discovery plus boys no it really isn't (laughs) They laid off like 70% of people. Yeah, what if they lay us off? Uh, there was that one Apple review one time that was like, I cannot believe HBO has hired these two gentlemen. And I right. was like, this ain't our jobs, one. 
to honestly thank you so much for that misconstrued notion that we were this this is our jobs yeah that's very flattering i listened to the first episode or two of the official podcast for Mm -hmm. house of the dragon and i gotta tell you so goddamn boring you know who'd be better these guys yeah because we're not gonna suck the show's dick the whole time we're just gonna count the amount of dicks in the show which is what people want to know i'm having crazy nostalgia i feel like you've said that exact phrase i feel like this like the past two sentences like word for word we've said at some point am i in a fucking simulation dude you know how it's a really good episode of westworld is if, if ryan and i just stop talking about westworld for five minutes straight and it feels so much better <laughs> Feels like we've been we've going through a jailbreak. We're we're climbing through the shit tube like Andy Dufresne, and we're psyched about it. Yeah, like we said, Bernie and Maeve they mark the one guard. They don't break a sweat, and Bernie's like, I know this seems really easy and like everything's fine, but trust me, we are all going to die, Maeve. And even if we do our best, we'll probably just save a couple of people. And she's like, Oh, fine by me. And then weirdly out of character, she says okay, and then does a jerk off motion. <laughs> Oh, boy. We get a weird-ass scene where Hale is caressing her new horrible automaton body that she wants everyone to move into. Like, I don't know how she thought this was going to sell. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to leave the body that I can bang in to go into some horrible Lovecraftian nightmare. Getting rid of arms, James, okay? It's important because I'm crispy chicken Charlotte Hale and everybody else will be a very tall chicken nugget that's white with no arms, including me. Right, no one will make fun of my burned up arm anymore because I'm the only one with arms. The one that I chose to keep to remind myself of my torrid past. Maeve arrives and they have a little tete-a-tete and then they have uh, a pretty lame fight scene. They fight. It wasn't that good of a fight scene. But I liked again, when they were in the water. Like, that was at least interesting. The end of the fight scene was the best part because the robot version of William is in his men in black man in black suit once more and does some man in black based shit where he is the manifestation of chaos and destruction and the human beings want and need to destroy themselves. And I'm not just talking about the show, just like the in real world need to be like, let's just, to blow everything up and um the man in black is back baby real william stabbed in the heart maybe alive we don't know very stannis like death except for it was on screen and we saw the stabbing yeah but well then he he kills Maeve, and then he, he kills him do- domes her he domes both of them but i will say though the bullet wounds are slightly to the left or to the right on the forehead on both of them Leaving mm. room for the, bullet, the brain ball. It didn't even yeah. hit the brain ball. Right. And I'll be very sad if Maeve, who's one of the better characters, is killed off. And I'll be extremely sad if uh, Charlotte Hale gets killed off. Because, like, at least, you know, as bad as seasons three and four were, like, at least you could count on a scene of, like, Tessa Thompson being beautiful and acting well like she can do that even if the script is bad and now they're killing her off wow simp much anyway the point (laughs) if if, i'll be so angry if mave real mave and not sublime mave i would they kill off bernard and mave like why why watch the show anymore again yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) by the way bernard's about to die as well 
I want them to have the fucking balls to kill Bernie, Maeve, and Hale in the same oh, episode. And the, what, so we're just watching Caleb Stubbs and Frankie for all no, of season five? No, 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 no. Season five is the man in black versus okay. new Dolores. And they have the entire earth to have a battle in. And it's just like a 1v1 10-hour anime that doesn't happen because Discover Plus for sure isn't going to give them the money for it. Right. William then catches up with Bernard. Again, like, this was so forced and out of nowhere, but I still kind of appreciated it. Yeah. But they called back to season one. We're like, yeah. hey, Arnold. And then as he's dying because he gets shot by William... He's like thinking back to his real life when he was Arnold and had a kid again. This was two lives ago, right? Because this is not the same Bernard who started the show. Really hard to keep track. Before he dies, before the man in black walks in, he is recording a video. We only see the end of that video. And during the end of that video, he says like, reach for something with your left hand instead of your right. And anyway, bye. I'm about to get dome pieced. So I'm sure we'll see that video. Right. Sometime later, perhaps at the end to be so like, you know, most of this episode, I didn't like at all. I enjoyed the last 10 minutes in the sense that I, if it's real and the swings are, uh, for the actual fences and not fake again, then it's great, in my opinion. Right. But well, I don't I mean, think that they are, so it sucks. And, by the way, mm-hmm. the last 10 minutes felt like the yeah. end of the season. Yeah, it did. I thought, I had to double check this was episode 7. I thought that this was a cheap way for Bernard to go out. They really, like, rushed the pulling of the heartstrings but reminding us about Arnold and his son out of nowhere. Like, why didn't they bring that up earlier, at least lampshade it earlier in the episode? But no. Then William goes on the intercom and he announces that all the hosts and all the humans are going to be playing real life Fortnite in World War starting now. Right. It becomes Battle Royale and our outliers are now in the middle of this all out brawl. Plus Caleb, who takes a very nice coat, uh, gives $50 to a man, takes the coat. It's very excited about that. And then Coatman tries to, you know, choke him with the coat. Uh, right. as they are now in complete mayhem but i swear yeah, the purge if, starts if they just close their eyes and run all the extras definitely won't see them and will miss every punch anyway so christine is really upset that everyone's purging and she wants to make them stop frankie even gets shot she gets shot in the leg i think and christine wants to help and he's like i why can't anyone look at me why can't i help anyone and teddy's like because you're not real this is a simulation, bitch. Seasons two through four never happened. Whoa. Remember at the beginning of this season where she was trying to talk to the homeless person and the homeless person couldn't see her? Whoa. Because she's a simulation. Anyway, William heads out to go play Fortnite in his man in black suit and the tower falls apart behind him. So I guess there's no undoing the fort order. You can't undo Order 66. It's already been put into place. Right. He exploded it. Order 66 is uh, is occurring, and there ain't no going back now. And the man in black, the arbiter of all things chaos, heading into uh, New York City. It is all tilted towers all the time, and he has infinite bullets, <laughs> apparently. Oh, God. So that's this episode. Uh, so... Assuming, I mean, I'm sure they don't even have this such shit decided by now, but taking for account the possibility of fake out deaths, they could at this point write out Maeve or write out Hale or write out Bernard out of the show. 
or write out human William, but we'd still at least have Ed Harris. Like, I don't know, man. If Bernard and Hale and Maeve, if if all three or two of that set are off the show, the, the quality of the show is going to plummet, man. It's going to be the Caleb show. Caleb World. Yeah, because the bar is being set so high this season with all of them there. So, I mean, I assume a version of Christina who is just an idea right now has to be printed right by the end of this season, like Dolores two electric boogaloo. Uh, I assume is like either the post credit scene or she wakes up. Oh, is it her? Is it Dolores waking up? But a new, is that the end of season four? Yeah, I, I really, I, I, were you about to say don't care? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think this would have been a fine season finale. I don't know what they're going to do with the next episode, but I mean, since they basically like set up the end of all of these real world plot lines, again, I say this every season, they've written themselves into a corner. There's nowhere to go from here. William literally just initiated the extinction of humanity. How do we get away? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I want to see it though. Show me all the fighting. Make it dope. Nuke everybody. That'd be sick. Show aliens at the end. Don't be dicks. Show aliens come down at the end and be like, where are you guys on the evolutionary cycle? Are you still humans v. robots? (laughs) So 8,000 millennia ago. Anyway, let us know when you are back to bacteria, but with cool brains, and we'll be back, idiots. I just want to point out, for Ryan has been discussing throughout the show these changes to the corporate side of HBO yeah. and the ramifications it has for the creative part. And we should say earlier in this season, I think we decided that there was going to be a season five. However, I've just tried to confirm that. And the only person saying there will be a season five is Ed Harris. And we should point out that Ed Harris does not run the show. And it's not a producer on Westworld. Yeah, but doesn't he also have a history of leaking the truth? I guess so, but it has not officially been renewed. And but him saying that was that dated prior to to the, to the discovery shakeup? Yes, sure. So nothing fucking matters. So yeah, dude. Depending on the uh, highly specific economic problems faced by this merger. We may not have the next episode might be the series finale. The and if they end on a cliffhanger, then Ryan and I are going to write our own season a, five. A cliffhanger? Um, <laughs> you said cliffhanger like you had a lit. Anyway. Yeah. Oh my God. Actually, that'd be best case scenario where you and I fanfic an entire season uh, of the end of Westworld. Uh, by like, the way, someone has to end it. Yeah, it will be us. There will be aliens. It will be a two-man show. Oh, my God. Yeah, we do every character. We bring back other characters. Yul Brenner will be there, probably. Uh, Sylvester in it a lot. I will send an email to Ptolemy Slocum, a uh, friend of the show. We did an <laughs> We're interview bringing with him, him back, dude. It's We're- punished Sylvester. <laughs> yeah, no. And he's a huge part of the fifth season. Oh, God. Maeve, how did you come back? They totally... Burned your brain ball in a vat of acid. It takes more than that to kill me, darling. Yeah, and that's it. We never explain <laughs> right. it. Somehow, <laughs> Robert Ford has returned. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And, and he walks onto screen and he's like, actually, I'm Anthony Hopkins. What? Anthony Hopkins? Why are you in Westworld? I won the New York battle at Tilted Towers. 
I killed everybody. <laughs> it was me, the last one standing with a Glock. Right. And then if you win, if you win the, <laughs> the real life Fortnite, uh, you get to, yeah, the, the Holy Grail grants your wish. You can reincarnate Robert Ford. Yeah, you get to print yourself again. You get to print. You get to print a bunch of versions of yourself, so you can like have you as your friends. The ultimate fantasy for every lonely person. <laughs> as I go off to cry. Thank That's- you, everyone uh, who made it <laughs> no. to the end of the show and who made it to the end of Westworld. This is an impressive feat. I don't think any a lot of people are hanging on to Westworld season four. Certainly not a lot of people that I know. Oh no, uh, nobody I know is watching this. Uh, yeah. I, while I was watching it the other day, uh, Sam, the girlfriend, was like uh, in the kitchen watching something else, and then at the end was like, "What the fuck is th-? like? How far down a rabbit hole is this horseshit? Like, it, you can't the rabbits." All the way through the earth. I, I loved when they were giving backstory on Dolores because I was like, who in their wildest dreams do they think is picking this show Started up in season at four? four? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But honestly, no, I was about to say before you brought up the James and Ryan fan fiction that could be season five, which is huge stuff, big time stuff. Love that. I was saying, you know, again, this is the HBO Boys podcast, but it started as the Westworld podcast. Right. So the idea that there would be our flagship show, which, you know, we are the most important part of this by far, not yeah, the yeah, Nolans. Yeah. Or- the first and only Westworld podcast. Mm-hmm. We got that name first. So, and then changed it four times just to stomp on it every once in a while uh, anew. It would be sad not to have the show finished out. I want it to be. But now that I have your alternative scenario where we do it ourselves, I also sort of love that option. So honestly, I'm cool either way. Yeah. And watch this space, guys. We're going to be the Discovery Plus boys, the first dedicated Discovery Plus fan podcast. And I'm sure that podcast will be just as as successful as the Discovery Plus platform itself. Yeah. Discovery Plus boys is going to be huge. That's just an easy thing to say. Discovery Plus boys. Yeah, it really (laughs) rolls off the Discovery Plus tongue. Uh, Before we go, I will say that Nothing Star Academy, the podcast that I uh, work on other than this, the second season premieres on September 1st. The first season has 18 episodes. You can binge it all right now in preparation for the second season. Go listen to that. Uh, James will be uh, his old character, Dr. Jonathan Scheitlieb in this season. And and he'll be a new character, which I'm really, really looking forward to. Me too. So that will be soon. So go follow and listen to that as well. Yeah, and we'll be back, like we said, for the finale and then also the premiere of House of the Dragon. And then oh, yeah. uh, Adam and I recorded an episode about the Hulu straight to Hulu movie Prey that I need to edit, but I'm so, so, so lazy. Oh, well, just, you know, do it though. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. The House of the Dragon podcast. Unofficial. Definitely hired by HBO. Ryan and Jane. We are paid by HBO to say this. Yeah. HBO pay- paid me to read this, this, this list of slurs. Number one. Oh, no. Ryan and James, also (laughs) part of a defamation lawsuit with Discovery Plus. (laughs) 